Today on State of the Art, I am speaking with Michaela Moreno, a Latin dance instructor, and Gordon Williams, who are organizers for Bellamos Beaumont, a social Latin dance group. The group has dance events every month at different venues throughout the area for the community to come together to have fun and spend the evening dancing. Gordon Williams shares how the group got its start. Salsa dancing actually started in this area in the early 2000s, down on Crockett Street. People were offering lessons in Amber, Ambrose, Lauren Richard, BJ Martinez, Martinez mm -hmm. JC Garcia, Lenny Caballero was putting together the nights at Crockett Street. So that's kind of where it all started. And we've been lucky to kind of have some type of community build up around it yeah. all this time. And Michaela was the first to start after the pandemic over at Poor Brothers. And Poor Brothers Brewery. Yes, this is going to be the first time we're going to be back at Salsa Cotton Creek Winery. So this is technically our 13th anniversary. It's about celebrating the community. Yeah. The people and the spirit and, yes. and enjoying shout out, life. Yeah, shout out to those people who started it and brought it to this area because of what they did. Gordon started this 13 years ago. Because of Gordon being here 10 years ago, I was able to uh, expand my knowledge in, in the dance, but also just be a part of this community that is so fantastic. As we are talking salsa dancing, which is a Latin dance, mm -hmm. is it just salsa that y'all do, or do you do other forms of Latin dance? All other forms. So we do salsa, bachata, merengue, cha-cha, cumbia. We throw in a little regaton. One of my favorite memories is Gordon always throws in the cha-cha slide <laughs> every salsa night. Um, so there's line dances, but we are also open to other forms of Latin dance. We have a gentleman from Colombia that just introduced a new version of salsa at the last salsa night we had at the brewery. So um, those five main categories that I mentioned are what we have, but when we get other people from different countries that have other um, styles of dance that come in, we welcome that with open arms. It's also one of those things with the line dances. Some people are not going to dance at the beginning of the night. Right. But when they see somebody doing the Cupid Shuffle, and it's yeah. like, oh, I know that. That's that entryway to get them on the dance floor. That, gate they, that gateway. That's the gateway. <laughs> and then they end up being there most of the night. Mm -hmm. How often do y'all get together to dance? Since the pandemic, we now have, with uh, starting up with the winer, we have one, two, three, four different places in Beaumont a month that you can come out and social dance. One is on a Tuesday, one's on a Friday, one's on a Saturday, um, and another on a Thursday. And so we, we rotate through different venues throughout the community yes. and different instructors. Mm -hmm. Yes, Meg Brown is teaching at a location, Signature, Signature Kitchen. Kitchen. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things where it's a community. Yes. We want to have that interaction and understanding that hey, let us know what's going on so we can be there to support one another because people want to dance. Yes, we're our, the instructors in this area are just, they work together so beautifully because all of us are of the mentality that people who do the same thing are not your competition. Um, in fact, that's one of the reasons I believe our community has been able to revamp after the pandemic, whereas a lot of other extracurriculars just haven't. Nobody owns the Nobody dance. owns salsa, that's Nobody. right. Nobody owns it. You mentioned instructors. So if somebody who is like me, who, while I have some knowledge of dance, I have some training and background in dance, I am not trained 
or have never really done any salsa or Latin dances? So I feel like I am kind of the gateway in, in the sense of you come to an event that I'm teaching at. I'm going to teach you the basics to get you out there on the dance floor. We have a lot of people that come back as their confidence grows, they're able to help new people coming in. So it just kind of builds a system. And then when they find out about Michaela, they can go to her to learn more advanced lessons. I have Alegria Dance Studio. So I teach workshops that are a little bit more focused on just improving your skill in salsa or bachata that's outside of the social setting. So what we'll see oftentimes is they'll start off at a social and the basics that class, once they master that, they're hungry for more. And so in Beaumont, that's my fun part is being able to have people come in for 45 minutes to an hour and teach them more past just the eight count that they learned at the social. And we haven't really had that in this area. We Everybody's pretty much gone to Houston for those extensive classes and workshops. So I'm, I'm really more privileged to be able to offer that to this community. I would come to work here in Beaumont. I live in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. I would drive to Beaumont to work. I would drive to the west side of Houston for lessons and then drive back to Cleveland. So I was taking lessons for about a year. Yeah. Once or twice a week. Once you get hooked. Yes. It, for those that want to come out and join, they'll get a little bit of instruction as to what to do. So that's going to be early on in the evening tonight? Yes. Yes. So lessons will happen from 7 to 8 or so, and then social dancing from 8 to 11. You know, a lot of times people show up and they want to be comfortable. Mm -hmm. And they want to be in the right, I want to say, attire. So um, I am I, not mansplaining this. <laughs> For my ladies, um, I will say the the word that you mentioned earlier is most important, comfortable. Our community really has a wide variety. There's some women that prefer high heels and a cocktail dress every salsa night, and they will show up decked, and that's what they're comfortable in. I have a student right now that I'm, I'm, I have in my head who is always in sneakers, sweatpants, and she looks fantastic. So whatever you're comfortable in will show on the dance floor. So if you're not comfortable with high heels and a cocktail dress, come in what you are comfortable with. We definitely don't have any salsa dress code per se. We're not here to perform. We're here to build a community. We're here to be social. And so just like you would if you're throwing a party, um, you get to invite your friends with open arms and not say, ooh, you didn't wear that tonight? What's going on with you? <laughs> But like, yeah, it's one of those things because you know. for sure, yeah, mm -hmm. and that's and that's what's because um, some women can't are not comfortable dancing in heels, and that's totally fine. Truthfully, when I take workshops um, in the middle of the week or when I'm in Houston all day, I'll wear tennis shoes and leggings just because that's more comfortable. For socials, I personally like to dress up a little bit more just because um, I feel I like to feel pretty. <laughs> so <laughs> my version of pretty is unfortunately I can't pull off sweatpants <laughs> and tennis shoes. Yeah, just whatever you're comfortable in. And tonight, this is going to be at Cotton Creek Winery. Cotton Creek Winery. So for those that need a little refresher or <laughs> a lot of help from about 7 to 8, they can get a little bit of instruction. Most definitely. And then instructors 
people that have more experience will be there throughout the night. It's one of those things to where everybody remembers being new to this. Mm -hmm. So people are willing to show people how to enjoy themselves. Right. And that's, I will say, so most of our socials here in Beaumont, they always start off with an hour lesson from whoever the instructor, myself, Gordon, Meg, um, Golden will come in and, and help instruct. And so we always give you something to hold on to for that social uh, time period. And after that, there's, as your skill grows, you start to like notice the people that are brand new and you're like, hey, let me help you. I just learned this turn. Or I like to tell people all the time, we started at ground zero. We were also the newbies. We were also the ones going, I, don't, I can't move like that. I don't know how to do this. And little by little built that up. And so um, more than anything, when if you get there and you feel like, oh my gosh, these people are so good, that can be you in another year, in another six months. Um, it, that's what becomes, because it's, it's attainable for everybody. We all started from nothing. With that, what if you either are not part of a couple or you are one of those that you're in a couple, but one half is like, I don't dance? I love this question. No. <laughs> it's a strange thing because there's some nights to where some partners, some men I have seen, they are very considerate and they know that I'm not a dancer, but they're like, hey, would you mind dancing with my wife? Mm -hmm. She loves to dance. It's one of those things to where there are sometimes the woman may eventually coax the man to come out to the floor. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things to where, and I try to explain this often, being a lead, you're definitely being masculine. You're yeah. being strong. Yeah. You're supporting your partner. You're mm -hmm. giving them direction. It's masculine. Mm -hmm. So getting them to buy into that concept, and once they see it, a light bulb kind of comes off. And if they see that enjoyment in their partner, girlfriend, wife, it kind of rekindles something. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think that there's um, – so to be said about you don't have a partner or the partner that you're going with is like, I'm, I'm not into this. I will say that there's different perception, particularly in American culture, where dancing is – either feminine, it's only done in theaters, it's only done with really artsy people, it's not masculine, or it's done at a club with one person that you're like, you're there and that's it. And in Latin culture, it's not that way. Latin dance, it's, um, Latin culture, it's so much more social. You dance within your family. You, it's a very, it has a lot more innocence to it. And so I think when couples come out that are unfamiliar with Latin culture, they get a taste of that. So it does become comfortable to hey, okay, go dance with this person since they know what you're, they're doing and, and you're going to have fun. Um, and then vice versa, the, the men also, like, like Gordon mentioned, it's a lot more masculine. Every time we're teaching, we have to instruct the women how to be good follows more than we have to instruct the men to be good leads. <laughs> I say often, um, I don't care what you do at home, but on the dance floor, the man is the lead. <laughs> you need to listen to his direction. <laughs> and, a, and a good lead is going to allow his partner, come the on. follow, to shine. Yes, come on. Well, I mean, there's a skill in being able to anticipate, but also understanding the cues that you are being given as to when to turn, when to rotate. And, mm -hmm. I mean, th there's a skill involved in that. Mm -hmm. well, well, we were just having a conversation about communication. Yeah. It's 
nonverbal communication is tactile communication. It it's is verbal communication when you ask a person to dance. Mm-hmm. There's social graces and etiquette that are very important. Mm-hmm. Well, and and when your partner is, you know, when they're pushing on your hand or pushing on your hip, it is telling you how to move your body. Hundred percent. Yep. And if you choose not to listen to that. That's that's what always kind of kills me with with my ladies out there because I know it's like well I didn't want to go that way it's like well now the entire thing looks awkward <laughs> well that's when you step on feet and you exactly. stumble and you fall exactly and I find more often that the men and women or the couples that come that are unfamiliar the women always feel humbled and the men are always like hey I like this <laughs> I like this lead thing <laughs> if that if people are looking to get more information about the, about your group. Where would they go looking for it? We have a Facebook page called Bailamos Beaumont where we post all of the events from all of the instructors in the Southeast Texas area. Further than that, because this is a community, uh, you'll see us a lot on our phones at different events, um, accepting friend requests and connecting on social media because truthfully, social media is just the way to go for most people. And so Gordon also has an email thread, is that correct? Yes. For those uh, non-social media people, which are quite a few. Indeed. So Mm -hmm. normally at every event that I'm at, I try to get an email list to just keep people involved. But I think the goal is going to be definitely to push them to the page because that's going to be more accessible. Information is going to be updated regularly. Yeah. And we keep our um, instructors, they have full access to that to post all of their events so that we're not uh, missing anything by just one person posting. I would like to thank Michaela Marino and Gordon Williams for speaking with me today. You can join them for some social salsa dancing tonight at Cotton Creek Winery in Beaumont with instruction starting at 7 p.m. and social dancing from 8 to 11 p.m. For more information about their group, look for Bellamos Beaumont on Facebook. For State of the Art, this is Alicia Hargraves.